0: I was just in the shower, and I had this thought, and I knew that I had to get all my stuff ready and record an episode before I forgot it. The new year is coming up, or actually, by the time this episode comes out, it might already be the new year. So if it is, happy holidays, happy new year, welcome to 2023, and I know that a lot of people like to set goals for the new year, and I think that's awesome. I do it too, and what obviously a huge trend is like it's no secret i'm not giving a secret away a lot of people have health and fitness goals that they want to reach and they always set it out for the new year that's why you know gyms get packed in january that's why you see all those memes of like the gym being empty november december boom january comes in and it's packed um i i don't know i guess i i don't know i just feel like people who intend to do all this stuff like It's awesome and that's great and it's so cool that you have all that motivation. But here's the thing, it's been statistically proven that all the motivations and like all the people who go to the gym in January, they often kind of quote unquote fall off track and like lose that motivation come February or even March. And here's the thing with health and fitness, it's not a fad, it's not like a thing that you just do when you're motivated. Your health and fitness is forever. And it comes with discipline. And your motivation is going to wear off. It's not a if and or maybe, but it's no. Your motivation to go to the gym, your motivation to meal prep, your motivation to eat clean 80% of the time is going to fade at some point. You have to understand and you have to, like, there's no if, ands, or buts. Like, you have to be disciplined enough to push through that and to make the choices that are going to benefit you and are going to help you reach your health and fitness goals and for you to be successful. And I think that with the New Year and, you know, January coming up, everyone always sets these big elaborate things. Like, I'm going to go work out five t- five days a week. I'm going to walk 10K steps a day. I'm going to eat so healthy. I'm going to drink so much water, yada, yada, yada. That's awesome and that's great, but like, you are literally, you're not even dipping your toe in the water. You're jumping in the middle of the freaking ocean. Like, you, it's, it takes a very strong, skilled person to be able to just jump in the middle of the ocean and make it out alive without feeling like they're drowning. It's the same thing here. Like, if you are going from doing nothing to now you think you're going to do all these things... I'm so sorry to tell you, you're probably not. And it's not me being a bitch and it's not me being mean. It's the truth. Like I told myself, I wanted to walk 10 K steps a day every day in the summer. And I went from walking maybe three or four K steps and I didn't do it because it's just such a crazy, unrealistic goal. You have to set smart, small baby step goals for yourself and then progress with it. Like if you want to work out five days a week and you want to hit 10k steps and you want to meal prep or just eat healthy or whatnot, look at what you're doing currently and see how you can add on to it. If right now you're not even hitting the gym once a week, what makes you think you're going to go five days a week consistently just because it's January? Like honestly, I want you to think about that. What makes you think you're going to do that? Motivation. Okay. Again, let's go back to three minutes ago. Your motivation is not going to last. Are you going to be disciplined enough to actually follow through with that? Like really think about that. Are you do you actually have the discipline? And I think a lot of what happens to a lot of people is that they again jump right into it and they don't really think about the outcome and the effect and I'll tell you I'll be honest being health and fit conscious or what am I even saying? Like being in the health and fitness field it's exhausting. Like your body is drained. You are working out for, let's say, 60 minutes a day. And especially if you're lifting, that's a lot of freaking energy you're using. And if you're walking a lot, if you're cooking a lot, it's just, and then you go to your job and just live your life, like play with your kids. Like it's a lot and it's exhausting. That's probably why a lot of us fall asleep at like 9 p.m. because we're exhausted. And if you're someone who isn't used to that lifestyle, guess what? It's gonna be a huge reality check. So this isn't to shit on New Year's goals and it's not to shit on people who like want to start their health and fitness journey in January. It's just to preface it and just make you aware that like, it's awesome that you have this, but like, set smart, keyword smart, goals for yourself. If you're not even hitting the gym once a week, Let's make a goal to go to the gym twice a week. That's it. And if that's too easy for you, perfect. Then bump it up. Okay, next week, can we go three times a week? If we're struggling to get three times a week, let's keep that goal three times a week. And February, let's try and go four times a week. And then maybe by March, April, we'll be able to hit that five times a week. Benchmark. But if you are just going in full throttle, the sharks are going to eat you up. (laughs) For the majority of people, for the general population of people, that's what's going to happen. And again, it's not me being negative. It's not me being any of this. It's realistic. Your motivation's not going to last that long. You're not going to want to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning when it's freezing cold out to warm up your car and then go to the gym. You're not going to feel motivated to change from your work clothes at 5 p.m. to your gym clothes and head to the gym and then go home and de-stress from the day. Like You're not going to be motivated to do any of that but you have to be disciplined enough to do something about it. Similarly with meal prepping, if you're someone who eats out every single meal now, what makes you think that just because the calendar says January 1st or January 2nd, that all of a sudden you're gonna turn into a meal prepping monster? Like, what makes you think that? I'm being honest, like, be smart about it. If you're eating out every meal now, how about you just cook at home? Like, just start by cooking at home because if you cook at home, the food is most likely going to be more nutritious than what you eat out because when you eat out, they tend to put a lot of oils and salts and whatnot into your food to make it taste good. If you're cooking at home, you can control all those variables. So start by that. And don't start by making these elaborate meals like chipotle chicken bowls and chia seed overnight oats with like a blueberry creme brulee You're Like, I don't freaking know. <laughs> Do something simple, like make overnight oats over. It just, what is it? Oats, chia seeds, protein powder, if you want, or Greek yogurt, milk, mix it up, let it sit. Meal prep, just your proteins, like have protein ready to go so you can make your own meals. Like if you want to meal prep elaborate meals, go for it. But I'm telling you right now, when I used to do meal prepping all the time, consistently, I got so bored and you're not going to want to cook elaborate meals every single week. It's You're going to get burnt out. And that's just the reality of it. It's not anything negative. It's just reality. Like you're going to get burnt out, but just you know you have to do it. I mean, you don't have to. You could buy the chicken. But just that's just an example. Start by meal prepping maybe for two or three days a week. And if that's too easy, then add in. Lunch and breakfast, and if that's too easy, then maybe four days a week. Like I don't know, just start small and make smart choices. Similarly to walking, if you're not even walking three to, if you're not even walking five k steps a day, which I didn't do either, what makes you think you're all of a sudden going to walk ten k steps a day? If you're like, think about it. If you're looking at your Apple Watch or your iPhone and you're looking at the data, and it's telling you that you're only hitting three thousand, maybe four thousand, set your goal to walk 4000 steps consistently for let's do 2 or 3 days a week. Actually, walking could probably get more in. Let's do 3 to uh, 4 to 5 days a week. And if 4k steps you're struggling to hit 4 to 5 days a week, what makes you think you're going to hit 10k steps 5 days a week? Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> be smart about it. Have that 4k step goal and then once you hit it consistently for two we- for a week or two, then bump it up to 5k steps and then work your way up so that you're not burnt out. This is the difference between jumping from like a helicopter down into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean versus you're at the pool and you're walking down the steps into the pool and you're slowly, gradually getting deeper to, oh, you're slowly going to the deep end. You're not just like jumping in blind. And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of New Year's resolutions and especially now that health and fitness has become more kind of normalized, but also kind of prevalent where it's like, I don't think it's weird anymore. Like I know it's probably like not weird, but probably that not that uncommon years ago to have like women lifting heavy and stuff like that. So I think it's definitely more prevalent now and more common. And I think people are just more health conscious now too. Cause you see these places like Chipotle, Taco Bell, they have these high protein bowls and everyone just throws the word protein into things and to just make it more appealing so I think as a society we definitely come around more but also just being aware and understanding that just because the calendar says January doesn't mean shit like you have to be disciplined and set smart goals I'm telling you I'm going to keep reiterating that because it's what you need to do if you want long-term success and that's another thing you have to remember that your health and fitness is forever it's long-term It's not just for January. It's not just for your wedding. It's not just for your Hawaii vacation. It's forever for you to live your life and to be active and healthy because I don't know about you, but when I'm old and I have grandkids, I want to be able to still run around with them. I want to be able to pick up my grandchild and not have to worry about my back breaking. Like, that's what I want to do. And I want to feel good about myself. I want to fuel my body with whole nutrient dense foods, but I also want to enjoy a glass of wine a few times a week. And I want to enjoy eating out once a week without feeling guilty and without feeling like I have to now feel bloated and I have to now just not eat the next day to make up for like, I don't want to feel like that. I want to get to a place. Well, I luckily am in that place of like, I can do this. And I know that like everything will balance out because everything is all about balance weights and wine, all that balance. You can work out, you can drink, you can eat fast food, you can eat chicken, broccoli, brown rice, you can eat your meal prep meals, and you can also eat fried mozzarella sticks. Like, you can have it all, and you can do it, but you have to be disciplined enough to know, like, what takes priority and what doesn't. And that's the 10-minute intro to this episode. (laughs) Maybe we'll call it New Year Same You? No. New year, new you, I think sound is just so tacky, so cliche. Why do you need to be a better version of yourself? Like, what if you're already fabulous? Why do you need to... Like, I know we can always all improve on something, but it's also like, why do you need to? You know? Like, I I don't even know what my goals are for 2023. My goals are more business-oriented because I felt like by the end of 2022, I really... Felt like I was comfortable enough where I am in life to do what I've always wanted to do and to really be the person I wanted to be, um. And I think leaving my teaching job really helped with that. Like it was such a burden off my shoulders. So for me, a lot of my twenty-three, a lot of my twenty twenty-three goals are more business focused, um. There are some health and fitness ones, you know, just the usual, like wanting a bigger glutes, like who doesn't want that? (laughs) And yeah, other than that, not much with health and fitness. Um, It wasn't always like this though. Like I definitely had health and fitness goals throughout the past few years, but I've just come more to terms with the fact that I know I do what I need to do and Again, it's come with a lot of years and a lot of self-doubt and a lot of days struggling and crying to get to where I am, but I'm here. And if you're in the same position, shout out to you because it's not easy to get to a place where you feel confident and you feel like yourself 24-7, but we're here and thriving. Oh, I also wanted to say, it's also like when you have all these like health and fitness not even just health and fitness, like all these elaborate goals for the new year. It's also like, why? Why do you want to walk 10K steps a day? Why do you want to go to the gym five days a week? Why do you want to meal prep your food? Because a lot of the people, like what I've noticed is that you see someone on social media do it or you see someone in real life do it. And like, okay, I probably walk 10 to 11K steps a day, but I also did that because I started working at a job where I'm on my feet for a lot of the day and I'm moving around a lot. So that helps with it too. And also I started going to Orange Theory a few days a week. So that's also helped my step count as well. It's not easy if you have three kids at home and a family and a dog to walk and dinner to make and you work a full-time job. Like it's probably not easy for you to conveniently go to workout classes or you may not get the time to do to walk two or three miles a day to get your steps in like you have to find out what works for you and why if you just want to get more steps in then that's awesome let's look at what else you can do besides maybe you just really don't have the time to do it and if you want a meal prep but you don't have the time to sit there and cook like there's so many meal prep services out there now that can help you out with that too obviously if you have the finances for it I just feel like thinking about your why in these instances is so, so important because if you're doing this to look like someone else or if you're doing this because you think it's going to help you look like this person, it's not going to last. I'm telling you right now, you probably will never look like someone else and you need to understand that your body was meant to be built the way it is. You look Phenomenal. You look fabulous. You are going to look like yourself because why would you want to look like anyone else either? You know what I'm saying? And also, it's like you don't know what goes on in people's lives. You don't know what they did to get there. And that's another reason why I haven't personally been doing a lot of what I eat in a day is because I don't love the way I'm eating. Like, I'm eating more junk than I usually would be. And I don't want to put that on my Instagram and then have a young girl watch that and say, oh, like I can eat three bags of Cheetos and two Rice Krispies a day and look like her. Meanwhile, I've been lifting for four and a half years now. My body is just used to high carb, a higher carb diet. And I do walk a lot. I do eat high protein meals. I do eat clean 80% of the time. That twenty percent of the time that I am showing to someone else might be their eighty, and it's just it's tough, and that's kind of why I stopped doing what I eat in days. I just feel like it's it can definitely come across as something that's not. And to be honest, I've posted full days of eating on my Instagram where I've eaten junk on the side, and I just didn't post it, and that's being completely honest. And. I mean, I've definitely been more open with it lately, but I used to do that too. I used to do that all the time. And it's just the reality because I I thought that if I shared this, then maybe that would resonate with someone. But also I'm finding lately, if you just are like fully honest and transparent, then it resonates a lot more. So maybe that should be one of my goals for 2023. But I feel like I did that within this podcast. Like I feel like that's what this podcast gave me the outlet to do. Is to just be. I don't know what this freaking construction noise is that's going on outside. But if there's banging in the background. I sincerely apologize. Um, But yeah that's just kind of what this podcast has left me to do. And that's why I'm so grateful and so thankful for it. But yeah that's my 20-ish minute rant about. Staying consistent, stay disciplined. I have a full podcast episode on how to set smart goals for yourself, which I highly, highly, highly encourage you to listen to. It was one of the first episodes. It was an OG episode. And I think that that episode will hopefully resonate and it will help you to set those goals for yourself. Because while the intention is always pure, the delivery sometimes might not be. And that comes with obviously communication, but also I feel like with goal setting as well. Like you could have the best intent to do or set health and fitness goals for yourself, but the delivery of it might be completely off. And it's just, you have to find what works for you. But other than that, it's kind of all I had to say about that. I just had this thought and I knew I had to whip out my phone and just start But I just had this thought earlier and I knew I had to take all the mics out to get this out there (laughs) before I forget. And yeah, that's that on that. Moving on into some favorites for the week. I was going to say manicures, pedicures, because hear me out. I think that so much time, and especially if you're someone who... It's like a go, go, go. Like you're constantly on the move. You always love doing something like me. And, you know, you don't really, and not that you don't take time for yourself, but it's very rare just because you're just, you're going from here to there. Like there's always things to do. Like my days, Gil's days, like we're jam packed, just back to back with things. And I think it's really important to also, in the midst of being such a go getter, and such a hard worker, I think it's really important to emphasize and remember that you are a human being and you need to take time for yourself. This is something that I struggle with is just taking the time to myself because something like a manicure or pedicure, for example, I'm like, oh, I don't really need it. Like my nails are fine, whatever. Meanwhile, it's not even just about the nails. It's more so just the time you get to relax and enjoy And just be by yourself, whether you like to read a book during those times or listen to music or have a conversation with your esthetician. I just think it's important to really cherish time for yourself and to really make sure you're doing things for yourself as well to benefit your health and your wellness and your well-being. Even things like walking, like yeah, it's great to walk, we get our steps in. um, And that's definitely a form of of self-care as well. But I also think it's important just to treat and pamper yourself. So whether you get Botox or fillers, whether it's facials, um, I would say laser hair removal, but that hurts like a bit. So I don't think that anyone truly enjoys getting it, even though the results are awesome. But yeah, I just think that it's so important to take time for yourself. So manicures, pedicures, facials, all of those coincide with the idea that quality time for yourself is so necessary and so needed. I definitely felt that a lot this holiday season. I just was, I've never been this busy before during the holidays, and I didn't realize how much it really affected me until I took the time to like sit down and I did go to get my nails done. And just that one hour was so relaxing and so needed, and it's something I didn't even think about that I actually needed. And yeah, I think it's just important to always take the time for yourself. My second favorite for the week, always super random. And it's actually not that random because if you've seen any of my Instagram posts or even some of my TikTok ones, when I go to the gym, I love wearing a good pump cover. I hate wearing sports bras to the gym. I hate wearing tank tops. I Sweaters are a hit or miss, like hoodies, oversized hoodies. But I love a good pump cover. A short sleeve, maybe sometimes a long sleeve, but definitely a short sleeve, oversized tee is my favorite gym uniform ever to wear because I do that thing like every other basic bitch where I tuck in the back of it to my sports bra. And sometimes if I'm feeling a little crazy, I'll tuck in the front too and make like a cropped baggy shirt. But I just feel like when I'm at the gym, I can't stand A, having anything tight on because if I'm chugging water and I'm like dying from lifting and thrusting 300 plus pounds... I don't need you to see my, like, belly significantly going in and out. Like, I I don't need that. <laughs> so I hate wearing anything tight. I hate wearing a sports bra. To me, it just feels like I'm so, like, exposed. And I, I just don't like it. But that's personal preference. And I don't know. I just... Hoodies, to me, I love the aesthetic of them. But I don't know if it's just my gym. But it gets so hot sometimes. Especially if I'm doing leg day that I just don't want to keep my sweater on. So... A pump cover is always my go-to and my favorite ones are from Honor Active, O-N-E-R, active. Um, It's the women's active wear brand founded by Chrissy Cello, who's probably the only fitness influencer I still follow from my OG beginnings. (laughs) And I love pump covers. If you have any recommendations for a good pump cover, let me know. I also love wearing men's shirts as pump covers because... Men's shirts just obviously are naturally bigger. That's just how they're made. So I'll just get one of those and wear it to the gym because why not? And luckily, Chrissy Cello made the perfect ones for women and I'm obsessed with them. And yeah, I just think, you know, also going off on that, wear whatever makes you happy at the gym. If you are happy in a sports bra, go for it. If you're happy in a tank top, go for it. And I think I'm done rambling on about clothing now. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening and and I'll talk to you or you'll hear me soon.